It's Monday, November 20th, and we have Brennan Griffith of Nam Prick Pal. I had dinner with Scott's brother, and where are you getting your holiday food? Welcome to Eat It, Virginia. Welcome to Eat It Virginia, your number one podcast source for food news and interviews with the people who make Virginia restaurants great. Follow us on Eat It Virginia. Follow us on social media at Eat It Virginia and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. My name is Scott Wise and I'm joined as always by my friend, my friend Roby Martin. I have both a confession and an apology for you. Okay, first I would like to talk about the fact that you... I'm just going to call you out here. You read that intro every single time. Have you ever seen me read my intro? That's why you are a media star and I am merely the producer. False. I think next time I'm going to take that away from you and you can do it without reading. We'll see. I can barely do it with reading. (laughs) You can definitely do it without reading. I think it's time. I think in our 160th podcast, which is what this will be, I think you can probably not read that intro. Math, not Roby's strong suit. Can I get to my... (laughs) Can I get to my... 157? No. We have it 150th. No. How many do we have? It's like in the 100 teens. False. Okay. I'll go back and count. Okay. Um, can I get to my admission and my confession? Because, geez. You've got to. I was so excited for today's podcast. I rushed out the house this morning without putting on deodorant. We are sitting very close to each other in a very small hot room, and I apologize in advance. I have nothing to say here. <laughs> I have taught several yoga classes today. It could be that I thought the smell was me. <laughs> Definitely, it wasn't our guest today, Brennan, because he... was very clean. He's, he's very, <laughs> we practice safe podcasting. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a couple of minutes. Tell us, tell the listeners sure. a little bit about Brennan. What Scott was going to tell me was regarding food, people, but no, it's about his poor personal hygiene. <laughs> so awesome. I mean, on episode 300, that's what I got to yeah. talk about, right? Yes, the 900th episode, and Scott was like, discuss the fact that he needs you to send him some deer. That's why I read my script, because when I'm off script, things go haywire. Oh, that went really awry. Well, what didn't go awry is the interview with Brendan. Wait, Brendan, f- what didn't go awry was the interview with Brennan today. I'm keeping all that in, by the way. Oh, you I am are? not editing that out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Oh. Anyway, so good. So good. I actually went to that first, like, original, like, June pop-up and just was overwhelmed with how good the food was. I mean, I really do like a vibrant Thai food option, and I think that we have one here. And he tells us about how he got there. I cannot wait to try his pop-up when next he decides to do one. December sometime, and hopefully it's curries, right? I sure hope so. We did talk about the difference in his Thai food and some of the Thai that you can receive here in Richmond now. And I want to make sure I'm specific about this. By and large, the Thai is not bad. It's just not what I want from Thai food. The last thing I want is for everyone to be like, oh, Roby thinks all Thai food is bad in general. Not the case. So you can send your hate mail to at callmeroby on Instagram. She loves receiving your DMs, especially when you yell at her. Yeah, it's the best. Greatest. Please do it. Just at me all day. Tell her some of your favorite places to eat Thai. 
food. So I had dinner with your brother last week. Yes, I was there. <laughs> I remember. That was a lovely meal over at the Roosevelt. It was really good. It was really... Tell the folks at home about it. So, I, so as I say 42 times in this podcast... I was not expecting your brother to be there. So this was a very nice surprise. Yes, my brother was my plus one. Uh, Chef Leah was nice enough to invite you and I to the village garden pepper dinner, chili, chili dinner. Chill out dinner with all sorts of very spicy and not so spicy peppers. We learned all t- about all types of heirloom peppers from the... Um, little cap pepper to the large poblano. We had all sorts of great things um, to eat, ranging from drinks. There was a jello shooter. That first drink, when you first walked in, they hit you with, that was might have been the spiciest thing of the night. That was a like, spicy cocktail. Seven alarm fire cocktail. So yes, my brother Eric was my date. I realized, you know, I see him pretty regularly. We both live in town, but it's always like around stressful family events oh so i said well why not invite him out to the, for this event and fortunately he was able to to come and so i think he had a lovely time meeting ryan and hanging out with you and hanging out with me and chef leah and the he was folks my of the favorite farm date that night oh excuse me yeah you and ryan <laughs> you guys get we failed to, you guys failed but you hear that eric step man, up if you've not been to the roosevelt leah's been there for about two years now chef branch and she's doing some amazing things that was a delicious delicious multi-course dinner that felt like it flew by what are you doing for thanksgiving i'll tell you after we hear from brennan Yes. <laughs> yep. It's just close, close, close. We practice close. safe podcasting here, Brennan. <laughs> Love it. I don't even yeah. know if I should laugh at that. <laughs> I mean, it's important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Safe yes. You podcasting. know what? Practicing safe everything. Exactly. Is important, oh, Scott. Very important. How do you feel about spicy foods? You know, I love spicy foods with a passion. In fact, the last time I saw you, we were, we were eating very spicy foods. We did. We did. We had. We went to the chili dinner. Um, I feel like people can be very hesitant about spicy foods. And I think maybe, A, I think that's lack of education regarding spicy foods. B, I think it could be just lack of experience. And C, maybe the connection of a certain spicy food with maybe a certain non-spicy food can mitigate some of the spice there. And you want to know who's with us today to tell us more about some of this? Enlighten me, ma'am. I have Brennan Griffith. Did right. I say that right? You did. Yes. Of Yes. Here's where things yeah, get here, tough. Wait, wait a second. Here we go. <laughs> the real test. Yep. Of oh. Nam Pao. Yes. That, wow, yeah. Yeah. That. Which is a spicy paste. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it... It can be. I think spicy. you're wrong. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it, it. It. That's that's a personal preference thing. Whether how spicy it is. So it's a chili paste. It's a Thai chili paste. Um, it's very much like a pantry staple in just any home chef's tag person's repertoire. It goes in so many different things. But yes, it can be spicy. Um, it just depends. Just depends on the person. Um, so. I like mine spicy. Me too. I like I, spicy. <laughs> Give me every, any, all spicy things. 
So I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I think we have particularly icky Thai food in Richmond. I also comes out swinging. I'm like, you We are not easing into this. Apparently <laughs> not, but I have been uh-huh. to your pop-ups uh-huh. and think finally oh, we might actually oh, have oh, <laughs> good Whoa. Thai food in Richmond. I'm, so I'm flattered. How did you get where uh, you are? Tell me all the things. I'll tell you all the things. Um, well, okay. So cooking Thai food, um, you know, it's kind of funny. The first time I had Thai food, I would say it's like 15-ish years ago. And I mean, I just had like a regular Americanized you know, I, I just stir fry. I think it was just like some ginger stir fry chicken, something or another. And like, I don't know, even then it just kind of blew my mind a little bit. Like, even the Americanized version of Thai food, I think to some degree, uh, it just, it's, for some people, that's their start. So, anyway, anyway. But, like, I could just look back at that moment of just experiencing Thai food for the first time and thinking, like, wow, this is so different from what I'm used to. So, I mean, and then as I started to teach myself how to cook, uh, I just kept going back to... I want to learn about this Thai dish and then this Thai dish. And looking back at some of the first versions of Thai food I made, they are terrible. I was making really bad Americanized, like Jenny wrote some blog about how to make Thai chicken salad. You, you know what I mean? Like I was, and, but that was a start. And, but the more cookbooks I kept getting, the more stuff I read online, the more I went to different uh, Thai restaurants, especially uh, restaurants in different cities. Like the more I did that, I just kind of, yeah, I feel like I started to just learn a little more and more and more and just kind of, that's, I feel like that's kind of how I got to where I am. So like to, as far as like Thai food. Yeah. yeah so um, to get rid of the elephant in the room. Rar. You <laughs> do not appear to be Thai. Oh man, I mean, I'm looking no, at you. I don't know I you mean, very well yet. Yeah, but. I. You're right. I'm not. Okay. Um. So what, what about it? Yeah. Right. What a, <laughs> I'm just. I'm, you know, this is a an audible. Yeah. Where medium. are you going now, Scott? Yeah. Audible. What a what a. <laughs> this is an audible medium, and I just want to make sure that all of our listeners are caught up here. Yeah. Sure. How did you decide this was the cuisine that you wanted to follow? So. I, because it's what I'm most obsessed with out of everything. I mean, sure, I love other cuisines, but there's, I just, I didn't, I haven't had that connection with anything else to the degree that I have it with Thai food. I mean, I mean, even I have a, like a whole bookshelf of cookbooks at home. I mean, it's the entire bookshelf and most of it is Thai cookbooks or most of it are Thai. Uh, yeah, so like, I mean, I just... <sighs> so how do you start your research there? Like you have Jenny wrote a blog, mm-hmm. Thai chicken salad, and you think right, to yourself, right. okay, something's ringing a bell. Yeah. And then... Like even in that, you know, in those moments, it was like, wow, this is so good. So then do you just... And then... You know, but type in, go to the library, start reading up on the culture and the cuisine, visit? 
Um, well, sure, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess I feel like when it, when I was making those first versions of Thai food, I think what what opened my eyes to uh, I guess better versions is just doing the the constant reading, having all these cookbooks like. At, at some point, you know, I started to see patterns of like, okay, this is what actually sets this dish apart. And now I see that there are the, you know, milder Americanized versions uh, made for people that uh, I guess just aren't as experienced with things like uh, shrimp paste or fish sauce even. So, so I mean, is, is, it, is that... That's a great answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Sure. Uh, okay. Did you work in a Thai restaurant? I've not. No. Restaurants at all? Um. I mean, other than the one you currently own. Well, right? uh, so the <laughs> I haven't worked in too many restaurants actually. The most of my food experience has been like uh, I was I worked for a catering company for a little bit. Um, I even worked uh, like some bed and breakfasts. Um. Uh, there was like a, a retreat center I used to cook for, um, so stuff like that. I feel like my uh, my actual restaurant experience is pretty limited. Like I, my first job out of high school, I just was like waiting tables every Tuesday. Like, <laughs> Great experience. And, but actually, yes, and that's where uh, I I did pretty much all the front of house positions, and then eventually started doing like expo work there, and. I feel like that was the most uh, the the being the expo at Ruby Tuesday was is the most like uh, restaurant kitchen experience I have. Outside of that, my cooking is like catering, private parties. Um, I have to know how many people are coming, what dishes I'm making, what time we're doing it. Kitchen line work. That kind of terrifies me. Ah. Of just having to, like, anybody comes in at any time, they order whatever they want. You have to be ready to make 50 diff- different dishes. I'll, I, I don't know. It, that just, like, I can't wrap my mind around how people do that successfully. Obviously, so people pop- do that, but I, I, I'm just. People do do that, yeah. I, get, <laughs> I don't think I'm the one. So I get the, it. The pop up is good. It's, technically, you own a restaurant, the restaurant's a pop up. Right, like that's right. right. I mean, it's a business. Yeah, it feeds people. So uh-huh. we'll call it yes. a, a restaurant that happens to move around. Right. Exa- um, yeah. And you have specific seatings, mm-hmm. and that's why this appealed to you is because you can say, okay, these six things are going to happen. They're going to happen at this time, and then we're going to yeah. wrap things. It's up. a controlled environment for. It's you. a controlled environment. Yeah, and I mean, but also, uh, I feel like pop ups are. Uh, I don't know, restaurant light. So, I mean, I'm not the Diet Coke of restaurants. Re- there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's it restaurant with training wheels. I guess I don't know. I I I'm not able or ready to just go full on. All right, well, I'm opening up a restaurant. Um, I felt like doing the pop ups were very much uh, <sighs> dip my toe in the water, get a following, like. And that was the other thing. Like, how do you even open up a restaurant if you don't have, like, a whole mass of people already ready to back you up? Like, I don't know. It just it feels like doing the pop-ups is, like, uh, just kind of 
preparing me to do something bigger. Where was this Ruby Tuesdays in which you uh, cut your teeth? <laughs> you know what? Rewind. <laughs> oh, right, right. Uh, so it was uh, Williamsburg, uh, the one on Monticello. Um, yeah, that's... And what brought you to oh Richmond gosh. then? And what year was that? I So I was living in Newport News. I, I was in Williamsburg, moved to Newport News, um, moved to Richmond in 2017. Um, I was doing marketing then, and... I met somebody at a housewarming party um, and, you know, d- told each other what we did, this, that, the other. And he goes, no way. Uh, my, my law firm is looking for a marketer. Um, we need somebody. We need somebody like you. And at that point, I had been visiting Richmond for a few years. I was loving it more and more and more. And when I met him and he told me he was looking for somebody like me, we immediately worked on a project together to kind of like, you know, feel each other out. And within three months, I got the job, moved here and bought a house. So, I mean, I was quick decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was very much like I was already wanting to do that. Right. So when the opportunity presented itself i'm like I'm and were you cooking out of you here. you were in marketing but were you cooking like on the side or were you cooking for friends what were yes. you doing what so, was your yeah i i feel like no matter what job i've had cooking has always been like a side thing going on always doing dinner parties even if it's just having friends over um but also like i love when people are like hey I'm having a birthday. Will you cook? Or I've cooked for people, friends' weddings. Uh, I've cooked for. I mean, yeah, just. And was it tie in 2017, or did that come later? Um, it's yeah, it's it's mostly been Thai food. Whenever whenever I have cooked for whenever somebody has asked me to cook, it's it's Thai food, and you know I tell people they they're oh do do you only do Thai food like well. I mean, I. I don't know why that's a problem. Do, do you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I only like dark chocolate. I get <laughs> exactly. There it is. But like, uh, that is not. I mean, podcasting. I just spit yeah, all over like this. It. <laughs> it's a good thing we have but, that covered in uh, latex. But it's like, I mean, n- no, I don't only do Thai food. I, I will make some other stuff, but I am most knowledgeable and passionate about Thai food. So just like, just I don't, let, Shut up let, and let eat. me do what I do best. I want to do what I want. Yeah, I want to do what I want. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Y- no, y- I you like feel that. Me? Yeah. No, it, why, it's like, why not do what you want like, and well, love, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. No, I'd rather you cook something that you don't like, but I want it to be good. Right, right. How's that work? Right. So the, the name of the business is... Oh, come on. Like it's it. Thai chili paste. <laughs> when did that... When did, like what's the origin story behind the actual business? When did that start? Behind the business? Yeah. Or like the name of the business? Or well, just, just the, in general. Just the, okay, yeah. so... Um, let's see. Yeah, like when did you decide, I think I'm going to make this a thing and not yeah. market anymore yeah. for a law firm? Well, okay, okay. So that decision... I sense a story. That decision was actually... That was actually maybe a little bit made for me. <laughs> Dope! So I had that job uh, for a couple years and they were planning to merge into a bigger firm in D.C. And for months, 
I was going with them. I can't wait to move to DC. We're making this happen. And then the merger happened and suddenly <laughs> actually your position's not in the budget. And it's not you, it's they, me. Thanks for finishing up those projects we needed they you. Totally buying to you. I guess I, I I guess so. Mm. So 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 um that happened and suddenly I didn't have a job. That was the first time in my life I didn't have a job. And that was like terrifying. Stressful. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um was it and, totally and, blindsided you or did you have any so, sort of I mean, leave in? I don't know. I guess I I guess I thought like maybe it was a possibility that it wasn't gonna work out. But it just it didn't seem likely. Like I was I was traveling to DC with that job for you know uh, half my work week for like a couple months so i mean i was there so much i don't know it just it didn't really seem like it wasn't going to work out so um there was a restaurant just a block from that office uh salton forge yeah do you remember that so i had gone in there enough that i kind of built up a rapport with the owner david hahn and, uh, and while I had the job, you know, casually, I mentioned, you know, making Thai food, this, that, the other. But uh, after I lost the job, that it was very much like, hey, um, <laughs> remember I told you about that thing? Uh, wh what if I did a pop up here? Um, and he was very much like, yeah, like, do it. when when do you want to do it? And I mean, I he had never had my food. Uh, I mean, he had never had seen pictures of my food. I, I guess we just, I guess he just trusted me enough and felt like he knew me enough to do a good job. And yeah, so I mean, that first pop-up very much happened in a moment of like, all right, I need to pay my mortgage. And how did yeah, it go? Like that was, it went wonderfully. It went, okay, so one of the most validating moments of, of first, like doing pop-ups was at the end of that pop-up, David Hahn goes, Brennan, that meal was outstanding. And that was the most organized pop-up that has ever come through here. Not bad for your first shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it definitely took uh, a lot of people for it to be organized. Like, I mean, I just, maybe I had too many people, but I was just, I was so nervous about like, bombing it that I was just like okay I'm, I'm gonna make sure there's so many people to just do the, the the minimal like task just to make sure everything's covered what did you not know going into that night that you found out real quickly and you were all glad you had that kind of backup and that support Ooh, oh that's a good question I don't know I don't know I don't know I guess I can't really say I had that moment because it went so well <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, but I mean, what, like, what year was the, this? That was 2019. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. So that was that that was 2019. I did a handful of pop ups then, and all at under the same oh, name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All at Salt and Forge. And Sabrosa. And Sabrosa. So the first pop up, my mom bought some extra tickets specifically so I could invite other restaurant people. And so one of the people I invited uh, were uh, Avine and Iram from Subrosa, mm -hmm. and Avine came with her boyfriend, and 
four courses into a seven course meal, Avin's like, Berenit, when are you doing this at Sobrosa? So that was another validating moment of just having sure. successful restaurant people say like, this is delicious. And I mean, I don't know. It was just, yeah, that was, that was a, that was a really interesting summer of just feeling like I don't have a job. I'm scared, but also like successful people are telling me like you, you've got something there. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, but then then you're like, then you're like, bring on 2020. Exactly. I did a handful of pop-ups and then had some private parties lined up and then just everything stopped with COVID. And then I, I don't know, it, it took me, I guess, once, once COVID hit, I just, everything just felt like, well, I mean, everything was paused, but then it wasn't until a couple, or I guess a few years later, um, that a friend of mine like really kicked me in the ass and he's like, you gotta, you gotta do that again. Well, I can tell you this, you were not on my radar till... Until Sabrosa posted yeah, it. Well, yeah. Well, I may have, a, a little birdie may have said something uh -huh. to me, and then Sabrosa posted it. Oh, a little birdie? <laughs> yeah. I want to know. Got a life full of birdies. I, I do. My, li <laughs> my life is, they slide into my DMs on sure, the regular. Sure. And I was like, wait a second. I do uh -huh. need, they're like, no, you need to come to this. And I was like, oh. oh. Yes, I love that. Okay. That's, so yeah. then I was like, let's turn this around. Uh -huh. So was that the first one back? That was the first one back. That was, yeah. So that was the first one I did. And like, that was three years at that point. Um, yeah. A good friend of mine. We, I don't know what we were doing or even if we were talking about food, but he goes, he's, he's like, Brenda, like, you're not cool anymore. <laughs> you, <laughs> you lost your power. Like, do a pop up. <laughs> Move like, it. Yeah, we all, no, we all need a friend like that, right? And yeah, you know what? Those are the best kind of fire. Friends. It was like you know, it was one of those things where it's like, I know you're not being condescending, you're not being mean. Like that was just that was a reality check, and I, yeah, I, I'm very thankful for it. So I'm going to turn the tables on my podcasting partner here for a moment. I want you to take off the podcasting hat, mm -hmm. put on the reviewer, restaurant critic, food, foodie hat. Okay. You said at the beginning of this of this podcast that you didn't necessarily love the Thai cuisine available around Richmond. Right. And you said that Brennan's Thai cuisine was phenomenal. Yes. Tell me why. It just is a little bit more nuanced. I think our, and I'm not saying, I, I find it icky personally, the Thai food that we have here in Richmond. I, I'm not really into, I mean, I realize there's brown Thai food, right? Like that's just no way around it. That's how it is. But I feel by and large, what we receive at restaurants here, not all of them, but a good portion of them are serving. I, and I, Sometimes I want this type of food, right? The brown noodle with the bean sprout and however yeah, it works, yeah, yeah. you know, that's congealed and sort of a mess that, <laughs> that, that I, but no, I'm not saying it doesn't have its place. It just doesn't, doesn't have its place for me. Right. I it's very subjective. Sure. But also you're missing like so much more that Thai food has to offer you. And I think that you in the six courses that we had gave like more options. You're able to see what a wealth Thai food is if you go to one of his, like it's beautifully spiced. 
I'm into spicy food. So if you're not into, and spicy can mean two things, right? Like heavily nuanced with spice or burn mm. your face off, right? Yeah. And I like both of those. <laughs> I yeah, like definitely. both of those appeal to me when you put them together. I think they're a brilliant thing. And that's what he does. Like I had the best salad with, I mean, grapefruit or pomelo, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I've had in a very long time. And do you think of Thai food with fruit? Just lime. Exactly. Well, there's a, there's beautiful fruit used in lots of Thai. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be- I mean, beautiful. And you did that. Um, I had also. this incredible fish. He's blushing. You're making him blush. Know, right, Look right. at but that. No, His face I mean, is turning red. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, there are so many wonderful ways you can go. Exactly. And see, that is very much one of my goals is I know I've experienced like going to restaurants in D.C. and in New York, like I I've just had those dishes that you're talking about the the ones that are just like whoa I didn't realize Thai food could be like this I didn't know that uh, like certain ingredients were even used like this and um yeah I guess I just Thai food gives me a lot of wow moments and for me in doing the pop-ups I feel like I want to pass that on to other people. And, um, but see, the thing is, though, the thing is, I feel like sometimes, though, um, and I saw this happen when I lived in 757, uh, like Newport News, Hampton. There were some great Thai restaurants, uh, even some great Vietnamese restaurants that I loved. But the people in the area, didn't appreciate them and I watched as some of my favorite Thai and Vietnamese places closed down so it's like these places offered some of those uh, more nuanced dishes but they just weren't the people weren't going there so I ultimately I kind of realized you know like that was that area's fault because those people weren't ready yeah, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to determine like kind of what came first. Do we not have this food here because it doesn't exist? Or did we have it and just no one was... You see what I'm saying? The chicken and the egg of Thai food. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I don't know. It was just, I remember walking up to that Vietnamese place and just had no idea. And just getting to the door, it was locked. And then look at the flyer, they were closed. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And I don't know. I just, I think there's a measure of, sometimes people don't recognize what's right in front of them. Is that, you think, the difference between having a, a five-day week restaurant and a pop-up? The five-day week restaurant needs to sell the, yes, the very basic yeah, exactly, foods. Exactly. You know, sometimes I've had this conversation with some friends, and I kind of feel like part of the success of the pop-up I'm doing, I feel like pop-ups in general attract the people that are really digging for uh, an experience are really digging for new dishes are so I feel like I mean it's probably less people that are like so excited about pop-ups than 
than just I don't know, like it's the the, the run of the mill person that <laughs> that that only your goes to your average diner or your average diner. Okay, yeah, yeah. So. I feel average, like not in person, but just average and right, right, numbers. Right. They, they're they're just not as like mediocre human. <laughs> right, right, that was right. not what I meant. <laughs> but thank you for translating that into. They're just not as interested as like you know I, I don't know like signing up for uh, announcements that a dinner is going to happen on a certain day. Like some people just don't care that much. It you know that's that's fine. That's fine. But like. I feel like the success of the pop-up though is that it does attract those people that are looking for just like something different, something that's not on, you know, most menus. And I mean, I feel like, uh, I see that even with a lot of the, um, different pop-ups, especially with Asian food, like when Royal pig came out, that was so exciting because they were doing something new and different. And even uh, him and her, mm-hmm. have you been uh, their stuff? Again, it's just like, and and I mean, I'm not familiar enough with Cambodian food to like, you know, I don't know, critique it or whatever. But as far as Richmond is concerned, their food is so different. Does does that make sense? Oh, yeah. and, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I guess Royal Pig they kind of have a restaurant ish. Ish. It's they're in Hatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, and actually, there's a lot of like Filipino uh, like food trucks and stuff. But I don't know that there's like Filipino like too many restaurants though. But anyway, anyway, all that to say, like, yeah, I think I think a pop up situation. Uh, I, I think is able to uh, to do those things that maybe a restaurant is unable to do. Maybe I don't run a restaurant. I never have, so it, I guess my opinion is yeah. So I, I, you're, I don't think your opinion is flawed. Um, I think that a, a rather well known chef here in Richmond said to me once. He's like, I have a lot of restaurants. He said it, but I'll always. There will always be a burger on my menu. Yeah. And, and I was like, why is this? Yeah. And he's like, because Richmond doesn't always want yeah. what I'm serving. Okay. So I have to put something yeah. that your dad, my okay, dad, so my specific dad will come and order. I had a friend uh, that cooks in a Thai restaurant in North Carolina. And he said whenever they were planning new menu items, they would always have a part of the planning session called What Would Bubba Want? <laughs> and <laughs> I just, I've, you know, I felt like that says a lot. And I feel like, I mean, I mean, I know Richmond has Bubba's. I, I, I know there's Bubba's here. What is called Richmond's so like, Bubba's Bobby's? Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dad's name. He yeah, likes burgers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It's... And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's really nothing exactly. wrong with that. Exactly. No, and like, okay, so even going back to, you know, just talking about like Americanized Thai food, there is a place for that. People have to be introduced. And I mean... I I could see where maybe if I had one of these like 
really intense, sour, fermented, funky dishes for the first time, maybe that would have turned me away and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be where I am now because I had that first dish and thought, oh gosh, like, I don't know about that. But now over time, I've gotten to the point where it's like, yes, please put it put it all in there. Mm-hmm. How has the reaction been from the Thai community specifically or the Asian community at large? Have you, have you gotten feedback? So I have Thai friends that are very much like breaded, like keep doing what you're doing because, and for me, that was like one of my first like real, like validating moments of like kind of, uh, just like letting my, or just being more comfortable doing this. Um, just having friends really be like, yeah, we, we see what you're doing. You're, we, we love how interested you are in it. So, I mean, I've had, I've had friends, you know, kind of, you know, keep pushing me to do it. Um, but as far as like, uh, I don't. I don't necessarily have like a uh, Thai community in Richmond backing me. Um, I I guess I don't know how I would get that or seek it out. I I don't know. I I but but Thai people have come to my pop up, and they were very like, yeah, you know. I'm Thai and I heard about what you're doing and a friend of mine told me to come and like Brennan, like that was, that was really good, Brennan. And, you know, just, it's one thing for your friends to say, yeah, that was delicious. But a whole other thing for somebody that is not invested in just, you know, coddling you just to get to hear a stranger say like, that was delicious, especially a Thai person. Like, to say that you know what I mean like that so I mean yeah I was that was really exciting to hear so yeah uh, I don't I don't know that I have like a, a, a any sort of community behind me but I, I mean I guess other than the people that just keep coming back these things have been selling out so like let, that, let's talk about that how, how, how many have you done this year like what's the schedule you were before we started rolling um, you were kind of talking about the next couple of me- yeah, weeks yeah yeah so um the first one I did was in June and I think I've done seven big ones and then a couple of small ones and then like a few like private dinner parties peppered throughout. Um, so it's pretty regular. It sounds like it's, I mean, I guess it's, I guess I mean, it's pretty regular. June is only, yeah. What? Uh, my math is not was great. Five, five months five ago. Months, yeah. Yeah. So like, um, fairly regular. And I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, it takes so much to do it. Like, I mean, the weekend leading up to a pop-up, I am locked in the kitchen. And, I mean, just laser-focused. I mean, just it, don't try texting me. if, if <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, it's just losing sleep. Even, even when I catch a break, I can't fall asleep. And it's like, but by the end of it, it's just... It's I'm like somehow it's that it's that mix of being so exhausted, but also just feeling like, man, like that was awesome. I can't wait to do it again. What I also can't wait to do, the more pop ups I do, the more I just think about if I can do this, like prepping all of this stuff, lugging it somewhere else, unloading it, then doing the dinner, then 
cleaning all the stuff up, loading it back up, taking it somewhere else, load, unloading it there. Like if I can do that, it, it just makes me think like, man, like if I ever get my own place, like this is this just how much more, I don't know, this is going to work out. It may, I guess, be easier to some degree. I just, yeah. So what are some of the things that keep you up at night leading up to the podcast or the podcast? Right? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> sorry. Oh man. Scott, wow. Asking you the questions. <laughs> Freud what keeps you up, Scott? <laughs> <What> keep- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Rewind. Um, leading up to the pop-ups. Leading up to pop-ups. Things that keep me up. <sighs> you said Gosh. it. I, okay. <laughs> this is kind of, I sometimes, uh, I'll just I'll still be thinking about okay am I gonna put the pomelo salad on the floral plates or am I gonna put it like or on the like the small oval plates I have but no I'm using those plates for the oh my god, oh my god. I do like I'm just like in bed trying to fall asleep but doing these like little tasks of I mean, it's still things I need to think about it's it's my like sort of wind down I can't fall asleep kind of kind of tasks so your version of counting sheep it's yeah yeah and i mean i'll just there's there's been times where i'm in bed can't fall asleep and i've got like pen and paper and i'm just like mapping out okay i'm gonna put the grill here i'm gonna have this person on the grill and then next to it i'm gonna have the stir fry station and then i need to make sure that i have a table in between so that the stir fry person can put this there and then they need to be able to turn around and set the walk here so they can pull it out and plate it over here and and i need a lot to think about yeah yeah so it's like when I'm trying, what keeps me up for these pop-ups, I feel like is the, the, uh, like the, the obsessive part. It's the, the, the details part, but otherwise like during the day, I mean, and I guess even the, the part that keeps me up is like, okay, I gotta, I gotta cut up the papaya. I gotta finish making the dressing. I gotta do this. I gotta, oh crap, I gotta roast the garlic for the. And all this has to be done. How many days before the. I mean, you don't wanna do it weeks before, obviously. You wanna have it fresh. So, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Like hours before, days before? Like, what's the timeline like before a pop up? Uh, So, typically, like, if I have a pop up on Monday, I'm going grocery shopping after work on Friday, taking all of that to. the restaurant dropping it off you know storing it and then i'll do like some prep friday night but then once saturday sunday kicks in i mean i'm i'm locked in it's don't talk to me don't try and see me i i'll see y'all tuesday even then you probably won't see me because tuesday i'm crashing but yeah friday saturday sunday it's it is like balls to the wall just I mean, high gear. I got. I got to get this going. You know what I mean. So yeah. And every time you've gotten it done. Uh, yes. Sometimes comfortably. <laughs> Other times there there has been tears involved and like last minute cries for help. Um. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. How about this? So I did a takeout pop up. So I did two pop-ups, got a whole bunch of new followers. Like it, it blew up so fast. So I thought, okay, <laughs> I need to figure out a way that I can like feed all of these new people 
because you know there's there's limited space in a in a dine-in pop-up so how can i feed the most people at once so i dreamt up this takeout pop-up and it went wonderfully but but leading up to it uh i realized so the dine-in pop-ups i'm prepping for like i don't know uh it was like what almost 50 or 60 something like that something like that but for this takeout pop-up i opened it up so that i could so that people (laughs) i could place a hundred take out dinner for twos so suddenly i went from you know 60 people to prepping food for 200 people and i i just thought oh you know and it's takeout double the recipe it'll be it'll be easy transition and i mean for the first day and a half i guess it kind of felt like i was on track but then i started realizing i need help i need help oh my god i need help and it start i I definitely had a couple of moments of just like breakdown crying. I think I'm about to piss off 200 people. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to have to push this back a day. I might, I, th- I think I need a, I don't know, cut the pork belly. I need to cut a dish. I need to refund some people. So I, I just, it, I really, I was ambitious and I started to realize, I think I bit off more than I can chew. And yeah, so it, it just, it just, I just got so much last minute help. People I had never met before, it was just like a friend of a friend's and they're like, yeah, it was, but, but, but by the time it was like, you know, pickup time for people to come get their stuff, I had gotten so much extra help that I just left and like walked around the block. That's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mom came, she placed an order. So there I mean, I had gotten so much extra help that I was just I was just like hanging out with my mom around the block. And then everyone else was at Sub Rosa running it. And yeah, so I don't know. It was just <laughs> it, it's so funny to think about how scared I was the night before versus how easy it was the day of. But but yeah, it was it just that only happened because so many extra people were like, yeah, yeah, I can be there. But otherwise that would have been a flop. Like plan a was a flop. I would have, I would have failed, but plan B came through. So, so what's next? What can we look forward to? What's Cause next? you know, cause things do sell out pretty quickly. I think the first one at sub Rosa was like a four minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, well, okay. So now I realize I have to Daniel Hardhausen him and tech Hardhausen him and text like him it, before it goes on. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say because we, what I do to oh, Daniel, yeah. I'm like, hey, can you let me know so I can. <laughs> I before you answer that question, we have just to add on to that question. We haven't done too many like pop up uh, purveyors on the podcast, uh, but the ones we've done have gone on to some pretty big success. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty much us. No pressure. <laughs> get, no pressure. <laughs> I mean, it's, between Daniel, right? Winning, yeah, you know, winning he wins his some thing. things. Yeah. Rabia won her yeah, thing. Rabia. I'm, so won her thing. Yep. I'm so glad I Pretty got Pretty much to everybody that comes up. on this podcast wins something on the food network. What are you going to win? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Win I something a, already. Jesus. I did. <laughs> and they win after they're uh-huh. on the podcast. I would like okay. you to know that. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm going to start doing some research. Like, Buy what, a lottery ticket what or something. food network show would work best for me? I'm going to figure out a... I think it's your, I think it's your time. I got to... Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to figure that out. I'll do some research. But the, origi- back, the original question you. was, what's next for for you? At, um, in between now and when you win that contest. So what's next is, 
So I've done all these big multi-course dinners. Um, and then, but this month, November, I kind of been laying low a little bit. But for December, though, I kind of feel in a weird way, like just doing one dish pop-ups where it's just a little more low key, but it's less of a, you got to buy a ticket. You got, you know, you get ready to come to a big multi-course dinner. I just, in a weird way, I feel like I want to ramp things up by doing a little like less like, does, does that yeah less courses less more courses elegant one one well, maybe I, I wouldn't even say elegant i <laughs> well i mean i think round paper bag i mean i understand um you know a dish and a drink and then people go right? home yeah. exactly it like a quick more just like in and out dining situation um i just you know to a certain degree like these big pop-up dinners it I love doing a multi-course prefix meal. Um, I love going to multi-course prefix meals, but I guess to a certain degree, it's just kind of a, like, it feels like a commitment, you know? And my, my husband I calls do it s- being held hostage. <gasps> yes. I have been there. Yeah. I have been there. <laughs> I have been held hostage. I, I've been there where it's like, how many more courses are left? Like how many? <laughs> Not I'm yours. Actually, I mean, obviously no, we were no, there. We loved yours. I, but, um, <laughs> I know what you mean. There, there have been times where, where it's like, man, this thing is like really just for the third dessert on. of the evening. Yeah, we yeah. want to explore the. And, you know, I one time went to an Indian brunch that was four hours long, and oh I have to gosh. tell you right now, it was wonderful food. But like the third hour, I was like, I can't eat anymore. Yeah. this is so yeah. good. Can we get to go boxes and go home and nap? Right, right. So, so I, I feel like these next few pop-ups I want to do, I just, I, I want to do like more laid back in and out kind of stuff, do like more takeout situation. I like, as it's cooling down, I can't wait to like start busting out like some curry dites, like show up. We've got, I don't know, uh, five different curries to choose from. You know, get a two for whatever blah, and get to, here's your rice, and you can you can sit on the patio or you can take it home. But but either way, you know, this isn't like a you got to buy a ticket. It's you, you show up. Hopefully, I don't know. It's like a it starts at five until we sell out, kind of stuff. I I feel like I want to do more of that. Can you handle that though? It's not quite as controlled. Well, see, but the thing is... You can make all the curries beforehand. Yeah, 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 exactly. So if I have these curries, like, you know, just... I have some big pots. Okay. Oh, excuse I feel, me. I feel like Donnie Glass needs to hear you over <laughs> at, some big at pots. Hard End. I so, feel like that would be beautiful on that So, patio. like, yeah, but, you know, uh, even when I've done some of these pop-ups, like, my pork belly curry, that I mean, that's just in the pot ready to go i just need to scoop it out you know some of the other dishes involve a lot of are just more hands-on right before i need to serve them but like things like that like the curry like that's that's scoop and go and actually that's like a uh it's like a it's modeled that idea that curry night idea is modeled after um it's in thailand there's a thing called rice and curry shops and that's it's that's exactly what it is. There's like a a spread of curries. You get a plate of rice, pick which ones you want, and then boom, you're you're eating. 
And that's like, so I mean, in some ways, and I can go off on a tangent here, but in some ways, like some of these things that I do, I mean, it's not really my idea. Like, Thai people have been doing this. Mm -hmm. Like the pomelo salad, like, you know, that you're talking, some people are just like, how did you think to use pomelo in a salad like that? Like, not you, but like, it's delicious. But like, some people are asking me, and I'm just, well, no, actually, that that's just Thai food. The bubbles you are know? asking you, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby. So, oh, Bobby. Even, uh, <laughs> I, um, I would be asking that question too, probably. It's just, Scott. yeah, yeah. And see, and that's the thing too. It's like, people are having those moments and, that's kind of what I want for, for people to see that just Thai food is just really, it is so far beyond what people, what people's perceptions of it are. I love the reaction to the head on shrimp. Do people not know the heads come on mm-hmm. shrimp? <laughs> oh my gosh, like- <laughs> I know, I know, exactly. And even just like explaining it to some of my and friends. I, I mean like, that in the nicest possible yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. We were like, he served shrimp with the head on. And I'm yeah. like, they grow that way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're born that way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Chickens have bones in them? What? what? <laughs> yeah, no, really, that's... And see, prove oh, it. There's. <laughs> I bet you they don't. I've had a chicken fire. I love it. It's all on the internet, um, probably. So, how do people follow? What, what you're do they doing? do to find your next yes. one? That's what I want to know. I feel like the best way is on Instagram, because uh, um, I I'm on Facebook and I'm on Eventbrite, um, but I don't know. It just seems like. It just seems like the, the, pe- the, the people on Instagram are the ones that they're there's they're on top of it. Every everyone else just seems uh, they're slower. Yeah. Like Facebook, I don't get much interaction on there. Um even if I send stuff out on Eventbrite, I uh, they're, they're they're just not as like the instant the name kind, of the page of people. people should you, follow you know what I mean? is uh <laughs> I I feel like I could say it, but I also just have to spell it. Spell it. It's Nomprick Pow R V A N A M P R I K P A O. R V A. R V A. R V A. Yep. And are your next event, can you tell us? The next event. Well, I or mean, you have to punch the brakes. Everything, everything's everything's an idea right now. Everything okay. everything only exists in my you know like a google doc idea spreadsheet kind of situation all the instagram Instagram for something in december uh and especially as it cools down i'm i can't wait to ramp up these like curry nights this i've got a cow soy curry noodle soup that i think i think people are gonna they're gonna really see what's up with that I love it. So you're listening to Brennan, Roby, and Scott on Eat It, Virginia. Did you ever do a Thai Thanksgiving, Roby? I've done a Mexican Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> Those are different places. I know, but I'm just saying that I'm, I'm versatile. What uh, what comes with your Mexican Thanksgiving? Uh, whatever abuelitas will fix me in the south side is what comes with. So guisos, I don't know, lots of st- lots of delightful things. Um, yeah, I, I mean, do you have to have turkey? I don't think you have to do anything. 
Are you going to have turkey? So in my family, um, what we've been doing the last few years is the kids will be with their mom on Thanksgiving proper Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, they'll come home. Come home to me. Come home to me. And what we'll do is on Thursday, we'll have kind of a laid back Thanksgiving with just pretty much drinking a lot and apps at my Your brother. kids are drinking my, a lot. <laughs> at my brother's house. And then on Friday, we do like the more quote unquote traditional Thanksgiving um, at my house. And in the past, we've, you know, my mom will make stuff and, and uh, Eric and I will bring stuff and Eric's wife will bring stuff and whatever, family members. This year, I was thinking about what to do. I mean, obviously, we're days away from Thanksgiving. You know, like and 14. I'm not much 10, of a... 10, 10. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm not much of a cook. Um, and as I'm sitting... You no. know, you know how, how smartphones... <laughs> You're like, not much of a cook. <laughs> all right, all right. You know how smartphones read your mind? Yes, so yes. So as I was thinking this on, the, on my sofa, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and what pops up? Ronnie Logan's smiling face. You're going to do Ronnie's? And he's... The message on Facebook says, 20 turkeys left. Act now. And it was like acted. it was like Ronnie reached into my soul and I ordered right then and there. I'm getting a deep fried turkey from Ronnie Logan and his family. Deep. Cornbread oh. and mac and cheese. Really? I got it all, baby. Do you think they're sold out? I don't know. Well, if you guys are There looking- were 20. If you're looking for turkeys, now's your time because Ronnie's barbecue is delightful and a deep fried turkey from them sounds fantastic. I cannot wait. My, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. I bet. We're going we're gonna to do the same as we normally do and Belmont butcher it. Yeah? Yeah, Tanya gets those beautiful turkeys, so we'll have one of those. All right. Both former podcast guests. You know what? We're fortunate here on our 900 podcast that we've had lots of people. Um, ask ask to be on and we've asked them to be on i'm super excited about this last guest so i don't think i'll so so again god i'm not editing any of these out by the way rats i know so happy thanksgiving to you as well this episode of eat it virginia eat it virginia (laughs) this episode of eat it virginia (laughs) No! Oh, God, no.